and not-so-positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. And today, I want to welcome you to Shift Happens. We have quite the international show going on today because I have the two of the trifecta of these women have, who have come together for movement for peace. We have, we're going to grab Jill Jordan real quick because she's literally on the airplane and they have a couple of minutes with us before they take off. So, um, so Jill, let me grab you real quick. Yeah, um, hi. Hi. Yeah. Jill is um, a sound healer and um, Reiki master, author, artist, she's an amazing artist, and spiritual teacher and mother, and uh, getting ready to fly. So. <laughs> <laughs> You also, what was not on here is that you are also a filmmaker, which is one part of what is happening with what we're talking about today. This movement, you just completed a pilgrimage. Can you tell us a little bit about your part of this journey? Uh, well, I've always wanted to create positive change in the world. That's been my life and you know what I've been doing for decades. Um, I've also, my first degree was in film production. So when we started this movement for peace and it just kept getting bigger and bigger every year and there's so many synchronicities and so many people um, wanting to participate and creating events all over the world to make a difference, to raise frequency and me being an, a sound healer and learning more about frequency and and the frequency of the earth. And we just started finding out so much information and we were like, okay, we, um, we want to share this with even more people. Um, and so then we decided, well, well I'm going to do a documentary about it. I mean, how's the audio? Cause she's making an announcement. I don't know if that. <laughs> no, you're coming through. Really oh, clear. good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So we decided to make a documentary and that all unfolded. It, synchronistically as well I mean we just have been following our highest joy you know for the benefit of all and our life has just been blooming like a flower just like one thing after another um you know the the experts that have signed on with us Lynn McTaggart international bestseller and award-winning journalist and she had so much input in her interview it's sensational then we have Rory Duff who is the world leading geobiologist who studies the um sounds of the planet and how it affects us and how we affect her and then we have um Freddie Silva, who's also an international bestseller on sacred sites, crop circles, um, and how energy and sacred sites affect consciousness, and also the Knights Templar. So he kind of, his interview comes up in um, October. So we're still in production, but we have so much to share. In addition to our own pilgrimage and reenacting the path to enlightenment that the Knights Templar had taken through, uh, we went through five countries and then we ended up at 12 sacred sites. And so we have footage of all of that and what happened to us and how we felt and what these beautiful sights in the world show. So we have, we have so much to share. Um, 
yeah, so I'm excited to share it all. We don't know when it's going to come out. We're hoping sometime next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I that's the reason why I wanted to, I invited you to come on to the show because um, obviously the show is called Shift Happens and what you are working towards is literally creating shift in the world for peace. And um, and I am always fascinated with energy and and. And when you're, what work you do, um, Jill, is with regards to sound energy and how that um, affects us because there's more and more research coming out about how powerful sound is in healing. And, um, and that's a big part of what you do for your work, isn't it, uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like everything is made of energy. Um, including our bodies, our thoughts, our emotions, and, you know, as well as the earth and everything affects each other. So we have a really powerful and profound opportunity when we begin to understand that we are the ones that are the controller of this frequency within and without our body. And the more we work on connecting to frequencies that can, um, release any stuck energy in the body. It can help heal the earth. Um, And there's so much data out about it now. A lot of the big universities, the big hospitals, Mayo Clinic, Duke, Harvard, there's a lot of studies about sound and um, cells and how we can create healing through sound. But it goes beyond that because it's not just the body, which is super powerful. We can heal many things. Um, It also increases your you know ability to have social skills and emotional peace in your body and being able to accept um, the challenges that come at us when we can learn to shift to a higher frequency in our heart and in our mind we are better apt to control the things that create challenges in our life whether it's relationship or world or earth or work or whatever so yeah frequency is the new medicine of you know not just the body but really our lives and the things that we've learned now through these other experts that we're working with is just phenomenal I mean we know that sound is the organizational principle of our universe of our bodies and of our emotions and our thoughts. So when we can teach people a really simple understanding of that, um, I think we're going to have a much better place for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you want to share a little bit about how, um, how some of the, when we as individuals um, then affect other people around us and, and eventually the, the whole planet. And so, what I focus on and what kind of frequencies I emit, what does that do? How does that affect the world around me? Well, because our hearts and our brains are, especially our hearts even more now, we understand that the brain is an electromagnetic frequency. So we are emitting frequencies. So we can imagine, um, if we want to think about... um, when we're living in a lower state, a state of suffering and sorrow, and not saying that that's not going to happen, things like that can happen. Um, we have to really experience it, let it move through the body, and um, and then allow us to come back to our heart and being in the now, staying present. Because what that does is when we're emitting these low frequencies of shame and depression, anger, and um, resentment, and judgment, and prejudice, and all of that, we are... Our frequency field, I, I like to say it kind of looks like a pig pen on the peanuts. You remember that character where he's 
he's got dust all around. (laughs) (laughs) Your frequency is just muddied up and it is going to cause more dust and muddy up energy to be attracted to you. So if we focus on living from our heart and um, just coming from a place of peace and respect for all um, that can really change our frequency. And when we do that and we set an intention to just emanate the best that we can and at any moment, that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. That doesn't mean everything's going to be happy, happy, joy, joy every second, but just doing the best that you can to come from a place of joy or love or just respect. Sometimes we can't love everything, you know, obviously. So, but if we have respect for each other and for our planet, that does shift our energy and it brings us back to a place of coming from the heart and not letting the mind stir you into a lower emotion because the mind's job is to look out for what's wrong and to keep you safe. So it's always going to, you know, it's that primal mind, the fight or flight. But in today's society, we're looking at, you know, video games and TVs and news and, you know, all kinds of drama all over the internet. And these things are still uh, triggering us to be in that fight or flight. But if we drop back into our heart and use our mind to, to live from the heart we definitely shift to something that's much higher that is going to benefit everyone that comes in contact with us. And it creates that ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really beautiful how, how we show up in our life has an effect on other people. And many times we don't recognize how powerful just a tiny little thing is maybe just us smiling sincerely at another person can change their whole day. And shift their day and their whole outlook you know where so many times people when they're in in a in a bad state of mind they feel very alone like nobody cares and nobody knows nobody I may as well just you know drop dead and be done with it yeah Um, so something as little as full eye contact and and a genuine smile can turn that around it's like oh they actually noticed me (laughs) yes Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can definitely shift someone's frequency so so rapidly. And they don't even have to know it, but it could have just really saved what they were going through and helped them, you know, raise that up. Um, the higher the frequency we live from, we don't, um, we don't need a majority of people to live at that state, which is great. I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? But we, um, it, the, the frequencies that emanate higher are much bigger and stronger than the lower frequencies. So they can actually, you can help a lot of people just by being the one that brings joy or sets intention with love to someone, even if they don't know you're doing it, it's still going to create a shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just started reading this book, um, feeding uh, the fear demons or something like that. And, and it was talking about, you know, something along these lines of, um, you know, something that you're worried about or, or fearful of to instead of fighting and resisting, because the more we fight and resist, the stronger it gets. Yes. Instead, feeding it and giving it what it wants. You know, there was a perfect example of, of um, Mahatma Gandhi and when the British you know, person came and uh, and spoke with him with to t- tell him that you know you guys need to stop doing this marching and um, and uh, and 
Mahatma Gandhi, he started serving him tea and it's like, oh, let's have another cup of tea and let's have another cup of tea. And and it totally got him off of his agenda. And and that was really a, a great, he ended up turning him around to uh, being sympathetic to what they were doing. So, Wow. Yeah. That's just one little connection from the heart can really create a huge shift. That's so true. What a good example. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so, so, um, Shannon, talk a little bit about what your part in all this was, because you're the mental health therapist. We had this trifecta of Joe, the sound uh, the healer, Shannon, the uh, mental health therapist, and then Flo, who's a quantum physicist who we don't have on this uh, show today. But what a trifecta we have of very different people coming from different places and coming together to collaborate. I love that whole concept. I wish we'd tried to get Flo from South Africa. Wouldn't that have been amazing? I know, would have. <laughs> we came together through synchronicity and, you know, because we each have this belief that uh, there's a divine order in operation, we have just been following our hearts and the synchronicities through this whole process. About three years ago, when Jill and I started the Movement for Peace, we we joined with the common joy of uh, going to sacred sites. And our first trip was to Mount Shasta. And that's where we celebrated the, the feast day of Mary Magdalene and our, and our first movement for peace uh, activity happened in San Francisco at the Grace Cathedral Labyrinth there. And then Jill and I just continued to travel to sacred sites. Um, and then we met Flo, and she added such a dimension to to everything we were learning. It, it seemed as if, you know, we learned in stages and steps, and Jill's love and passion was sound and sound healing, and mine, emotional healing, uh, the mind, thought, hermetic principles, and it just blended in such a way, and then Flo came through with the science behind it. And we began to understand higher concepts like uh, that we applied to this last uh, pilgrimage that we took and what we learned about the as above, so below, the cosmic effect of the planets that were stationed over the, the cathedrals we were visiting and the emanations from the earth that we learned about through Rory Duff, who was the biogeologist that very synchronistically uh, came into our lives. So it's been a magical journey. And it, if there's anything that you could say, it, it's, I guess we're masters of intention. You know, we just have had a dream. And because we were trained to follow that voice, we've been students of, of uh, growth, personal growth and learning that to uh, live in the, the wellness, not only wellness, but in the highest way we could. Um, we team, we're a great team. Yeah. to uh, make this happen. Yes. So that's yeah. how the movement for peace got started. And it's been just a magical adventure. Right. I just, today I went on to uh, Jill's YouTube site. It's called Jill Marie Jordan. And I just followed the thread of all of the work that she's done toward promoting the movement for peace in the last year and the work that we, the pre-work that we did on the documentary. And it's so good. I highly recommend if you're interested in the movement for peace or what we're doing or this 
cosmic alignment or this pilgrimage we just took or and following up with the documentary that we're producing, it would be a really good way to start. It's just to follow the thread on Joe Marine Jordan's YouTube site. Okay, that sounds good. Thank so, you. yeah. <clears throat> And we just have a couple of minutes before we're going to switch to a couple of messages. But Jill, um, what would you say are some of the some of the revelations or, or great experiences that you had that came out of this this pilgrimage? Whew. Well, <laughs> that's a big question. Yeah, I know. And a lot of people ask, like, what's the number one thing? I don't know what the number one thing is. But what was really exciting was that when we went to these sacred sites, we could feel, I could feel the energy. So I'd walk around the perimeter and enter the cathedral or the area where we were. And I could feel the energy. Sometimes it would come up through my feet and it would just rise up through my body. Sometimes I'd feel it immediately in my heart or in my solar plexus. Um like at the crop circle, that one was definitely like in the heart and stuff, but on some was in the throat. So it just kind of, it was interesting to see how the energy just stepping onto a point on the planet that we knew was powerful because people have been going there for thousands of years. Right. So we knew something was going to be powerful there. Um, and you could physically feel it in the body. Really yeah. exciting. Wow. Yeah. Especially, especially at Roslyn to the point where we all had to sit down. Wow. wow. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's just being in these particular places with uh, everything that we're going to talk a little bit more about how that all works with that energy there as soon as we come back from these couple of brief messages. Let me just add one more thing because I might have to yeah. get off. Is that okay? okay. Um, so yeah. just want to let you know that you don't have to go to these special sites. You can create a sacred space, you know, inside your own property and with your own frequency so i mean i highly yeah. recommend going to these but but let's just say in case i get cut off and i can't say more about that don't worry if you can't go you can raise your frequency right where you at <laughs> okay good well we'll have to learn about that too <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. 
Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, we are back from these couple of messages to talk about this incredible movement for peace by uh, Shannon Anderson, Jill Jordan, and Flo Tartan, I think her name is, right? And uh, yes, so we have Shannon Anderson, is a health counselor, we have Jordan, who is a sound healer, and Flo, who's not on the show today, um, she is a quantum physicist. But we do, for looks like a few more minutes, have Jill Jordan um, on, because she is on an airplane that's getting ready to take off, and <laughs> she's flying Voice America Air. <laughs> Uh, right. So while we were off, uh, you know, we were on Facebook Live, but um, what you were sharing, uh, a friend of yours, while you were um, gone on this pilgrimage, and she has stage four cancer, breast cancer, um, and we share that on, on the air, what happened with her. Yeah, so her cancer had spread into the brain, and she had um, metastases in the spinal brain fluid. Um, so we... We actually connected with Lynn McTaggart and her intention experiments. And on the day of the alignment, everyone had the same intention for her to um, reduce or heal from the tumors to not be able to have to go through some really horrible chemo drilled into the brain. And sure enough, within uh, eight days after that intention, which was a 10-minute worldwide intention, her brain scan was the clearest it's been in seven years. They said significantly reduced or is no longer visible on the scan. So wow. that's the power of intention. Yeah. Wow. That's some serious intention right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it doesn't take all day. You don't have to be, you know, a yogi and commit your whole life. But, you know, if you really set your intention, 10 minutes is a really good start. Even five minutes is a good start can make a difference. Mm, yeah. Well, since we're on that topic right now, let's talk a little bit about how do you set that kind of powerful intention? Uh, well, we just you focus on what it is that you're trying to, what the outcome is. 
not, you know, what the, what the negative is that you're clearing, but actually what the positive outcome is. And if you can get six or eight people to join with you at the same time, that's mm-hmm. going to be really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. that simple. Yeah. <laughs> and and so is it is it a problem if you're having a hard time separating from the fears and the negatives and all that is that does that muddy up the intentions yes it definitely can because then then you're setting your intention to go in the direction of your fear so yeah. you really got to be cautious on that right um to even if it's fake it till you make it you know um really focus on just focus on the feelings of the outcome of whatever it is. If it's healing, focus on the healed body, focus on, you know, the new job, the new relationship, focus on the feelings, not exactly how that would happen. Cause we don't always know how it's going to happen. Just focus on the feelings that you would have for that to happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I always hear about and read about was, is the emotions because we truly are emotional beings, right? And Shannon, that's where you really come in as the mental health therapist. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, and the, go ahead. Jill. No, I was just going to say the fear is a very passionate, strong feeling. So that's going to be what you're attracting if you're that passionately stuck in your fear, but you can move through that by just feeling it fully and then allowing it to leave once you feel it fully. I think the resistance of it is what keeps people stuck there. They, they're afraid to feel it. They don't, you know, but if you feel it, move through it, you can get to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let Sh- I'm gonna let Shannon finish because we're actually taxiing off to the runway. So okay. I better hang on. have a safe trip. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. All right, yeah. have a good rest of the show. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye. <laughs> All right. So speaking of intention, I mean, if you just talk about the intention that for creating this pilgrimage that we right. came together, two of us two years ago and said, we're going to do this. And we had no idea how it was going to come together and to watch how we stayed focused. We had to steal time from our regular lives. Jill had to juggle her job and career in order to, to make this happen. The universe came and supported her in ways that you could never have imagined to make this happen. And we're, our intention now is to bring this documentary through with the powerful information that we have learned along that route and also the experiences from the trip, which we're so excited to be able to share. Yeah. Yeah. And and so that one was unbelievable. And, and so Shan, uh, Jill was talking about, um, you know, really feeling the energy uh, in different places in her body at different sites. Did you have that same experience, Shannon? Well, I'm going to even go a little more physical than that, because I think that, um, you know, we each had things going on in our body because it was a pilgrimage. It was stressful. Sometimes we were driving 10 hours a day to reach the next site, to do the ceremony at each site. We had to coordinate to accomplish it in in the amount of time that we had available and to arrive at Rosslyn on the 28th for the alignment. And so I was the driver, and uh, about the third or fourth day, physically, I was affected. I got a urinary tract infection. My knee all of a sudden swole up, and, and there was this giant something going on in my leg, and I was driving, you know, so everybody was praying for me that I was going to be okay. Yeah. And so Jill said, don't worry. 
it's going to just move through your body and out your leg into and so i knelt during one of our ceremonies at Chartres cathedral in in the um uh below Chartres, there's a, a chamber that they do that the knights templar actually practice it and they have the crypt they had a mass there and during the mass we did we did masses along the way and i'm not catholic but i joined in in every way and and even took uh, communion which you know sometimes people get upset at the idea but i just don't believe that god would mind and so i knelt on my knee that was very painful and and thought this this is probably going to help within the next day, my ankle that was swollen to, a, I mean, my, my ankle wasn't even recognizable. Mm. The next day it was gone. Wow. And I have, I have pictures to support that. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't just, you know, there, there's things that you could actually see with your eyes that happen on yeah. the trip, you know, miraculous healings. And we had an intention on the trip to always monitor our thoughts in the most positive way. And whenever, when I was traveling a, a few weeks before our pilgrimage started with a friend, Jane, a member of our team, we would wear, and this is something that other people have done, you know, we had a rubber band around our wrist. And if we had a negative thought or comment or fear, we would just call each other, you know, change it, change your rubber band, you know, change it. So yeah. we were monitoring even our thoughts along the way. We were monitoring each other and, yeah. and, and being very careful that we were all having, uh, you know, not carrying any negative thoughts. I got reprimanded because I had had an experience in the past where I would get parking tickets on the trip. So I had a little ah. bit of post-traumatic stress. But it's always tricky parking. You never know exactly how you do it in, in what country or on what street. Yeah. And so I would say, oh, my goodness, we're going to get, and they'd say, don't say that word. <laughs> right. so I, got a, I got a lot of reprimands for that. <laughs> <laughs> it heightened your so awareness. For the intention, you know, the intention to bring peace to the world and change the frequency of the world was certainly our overall intention. And we carried the bag of prayers that, uh, that we took with us, but you know, when I wrote my prayer for that bag, it's God's will and, and peace on earth. And and that is the intention that's carried in my heart and in all of our heart as we travel. And uh, that's the one we just live and breathe. And that's that's the idea. You know, it's not that you have to stop and pray. It's that you walk and live and you are the prayer and the thought. And you monitor your thoughts so that they are moving in the direction that, that you want to see the world move into. Mm. So it sounds a lot like basically keeping a focus on what you want to see and visualizing it and, and keeping that at the forefront. And when you notice something else that comes up that is not part of that vision of what we want to acknowledge it and, and let it go. Right. And we had so many opportunities to experience fears and discomforts because we were traveling in countries that didn't, we didn't speak the language, you know, or we didn't speak it well. We didn't know how the showers worked, how to park, where to go, the small roads, the traffic. We had lots of opportunity to experience fear. Yeah. on this trip yeah. and we had a huge van a nine-person van five women traveling down little tiny roads and traffic yeah. and in cities so 
it was a really real opportunity to stay positive and work, <laughs> and work together as a team to stay positive. I can remember there are times in the car when we were driving in Scotland and, and I'm saying, okay, you guys, I have to stay on the other side of the bridge. So I need everyone to be quiet. And yeah. everybody, everybody in the whole car is screaming at the same time, giving directions. So it was interesting. Oh. <laughs> we had a right. whole lot of fun, a whole yeah. lot of laughter, and we yeah. learned so much about ourselves and each other. We, we kind of moved into a, a one being type of, of a microcosm of, of what the reality is that we are, because yeah. uh, it's just one of us here in reality. Right. Okay, yeah. And, and of course, the miracle says, yeah. Right. And that concept of oneness, that's one of the things that uh, when I have read some books about spontaneous healing and coming back from things like stage four cancer and those kinds of things, one of the things that uh, came up was that the people who managed to have that happen was that they they managed to almost step into this other way of experiencing life into this oneness kind of feeling that as you just right. mentioned and um and and so it's almost like stepping outside of the borders of our own flesh and 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 that's the vibration we're talking about there you go we're talking about a different vibration and that's what we were working on creating and that's what we're each working on creating as we move through our own chakras, as our own spiritual growth, as our own understanding about reality. It's changing mm-hmm. our frequency. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Shifting gears there. <laughs> yeah. And, and as what are, have been some of your um, experiences as you because this does is not something that just comes to us naturally where I mean we're born that way but then life happens and uh, we kind of get beat up usually most of the most of us somehow shape or another so we have to relearn it right Shannon and how would you right I think I think we we all ping pong through life as we as we learn to live and and grow and be the best that we could be and happy as we can be. And through with me, it was through, you know, my original Christian faith, but then I moved into psychology and metaphysics and studied A Course in Miracles and just about everything I could possibly get my hands on. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with, but the Enneagram there's a personality type indicator and I'm a seven. So I treat life like a smorgasbord. And if it's out there, I want to at least have sampled it. And that's the way I did with my spiritual, psychological, religious life. You know, I've just, I've, uh, I've explored everything to see how it all fits together in a jigsaw puzzle that works. I think the hermetic principles are the ones that kind of bring it all together for me. And, uh, the first hermetic principle being mind is all, you know, okay. that it is mind. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we know that thoughts are frequencies and that that's what we're sending out when we send out the intention. Yeah. It's a frequency. It's a, um, that we're, we're working with. Yeah. 
And and that's one of the things because many of us in our world have to see it to believe it. You know, we kind of have that mentality, and and that's where I found that. Um, Masaru Emoto's work, he did all the work with the water crystal, the water cells, and water crystals, because that is an actual visual we see with Absolutely. our own dolls. <laughs> so for yes. those who yeah, for those who are not familiar with his work, what he did would he would take water and then he would he would either have people think or or speak or put a word on on the water, and uh, so it could be uh, love, it could be uh, I hate you, it could be uh, anything, and then would flash freeze it to a certain degree, and then see what the water crystals look like, and every single piece of water that was spoken or thought love. The crystal looked the same. It's same thing with I hate you. You know, those all look the same. And everything that was positive had these beautiful crystals and um, formations. And the ones that were negative had this mishmash. So it, it's truly incredible. You can look them up and you can see for yourself. And this is what happens in our body because our bodies are at least 80% water. So Absolutely. That's a very powerful, I, I use his work definitely working with my coaching clients because it is something you can see. And yeah. of course, what we can experience on our own and which happens more and more as you open up spiritually is the synchronicities. Mm. It's when the flow of synchronicities start happening in your life. It may not be something that you can prove to someone else, but for yourself, yeah. you can, you can uh, have that proof. Yeah, so this is super exciting. I, I love this topic about how, and this is what I talk to my clients about all the time, is is how we need to shut out all the, all the negative stuff that's out there so that we can tune into our own inner wisdom and step into this other frequency. And, and you have been, um, are out there showing us how we can do this on a bigger scale. And, and so we will talk a little bit more about creating this spiritual journey within yourself to get more into this space and how to continue to raise your own frequency for this movement of peace. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not 
Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to shift happens with Karin weary do you have a question or comment about today's program if so we'd love to hear from you call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to Karin w at insightscounselingcenter.com remember that Karin is spelled k-a-r-i-n now, back to Shift Happens. We are making lots of shifts happen today, uh, not just internally within ourselves, which is, that is where we do need to start. But as we make those shifts within ourselves, that vibrates out into the outer world and this is not just something that sounds nice and it's a nice saying and whatnot it it, there's scientific proof that this is what is happening and that is what is so super exciting and my guest today uh, we had Jill Jordan but she was on the airplane she called us in, you know, from from the airplane, and then they had to take off. So I have Shannon Anderson all the way from Norway. She's visiting in Norway, her daughter over there, and um, and who's one of the trifecta, as I'm calling them now, of the Movement for Peace, and just came back from this incredible pilgrimage. Um, And um, so we're talking about how... Our energy that we emit from ourselves affects the earth. I mean, I know that um, one of the things that I saw was, and I don't know who it was, but um, <clears throat> because uh, they measure the energy of the earth, and, and after 9-11, there was a particular time where everyone, because of course that news came across the globe, there was a, a, a spike, a very visible spike in how Everybody came together in that moment all over the globe without knowing it. This was just something that spontaneously happened. So, Shannon, do you, is that something? Yes. There's a, there are people who have been studying that since and you And Jill talks a lot about that. Yes, that is absolutely Yeah. 
So we're having a little bit of... It's true. The, uh, the earth hears us. That happens to occur just prior to the event, which is even more interesting because we have to, when we're thinking about concepts of time and uh, space and reality and, and knowing that there's a consciousness that's even beyond our what we experience physically on the Right, wow. That's, that's true. There's some, something else that's happening. So the biogeologist, he had his interview was extremely interesting. Um, about He measures the ley lines using dowsing. And he's, okay. a, he's a geologist who worked in the mining industry in South Africa, finding wells and gold mines for many years before he started applying it to his work where he measures the ley lines and he's mapped all the ley lines uh, over the, uh, the UK and, and the sacred sites that we travel to. Mm. And what, what is particular about the ley lines and, and talk a little bit about it, that if you can. It's just these lines of energy that, that move across the planet and in this straight line. Mm-hmm. It, and I think you could you could imagine that, uh, say, herding animals, for example, are able to tune into them better than we can. And mm-hmm. and those ley lines have been followed by herds, but they've also been followed on pilgrimage routes across time. And human beings have been able to tune into the areas where those ley lines cross, mm-hmm. where there's an intersection of ley lines. There's that's where the the uh, sacred sites can be found, like Stonehenge or Karnak or, or the Santiago de Compostela happens to be one of the areas where the ley lines are crossed. And one of the churches that we visited, Monsant in France, is one of the areas where the ley lines crisscross more than, than other areas on the earth. And there's uh, a theory that this is what, what took the Knights Templar on their search was to find these spots where the ley lines crossed uh, more than, than usual. And that in these places, there, it creates a, an energy that enables us to rise to higher frequencies than in other places of the earth. So the earth and where we are affect us in many ways. The earth is sending signals. In fact... You know, there is a theory that uh, the crop circles are created from sounds that are emanating from within the earth, hmm. which I think is a very interesting theory. That does sound extremely interesting. I have not heard that. So, huh. Very cool. Um, and so what about, and I don't know if you guys looked into that, what about with regards to power lines and that? What does that, what effect does that have on us and, uh, you know, well, we know it affects us. I mean, sound affects us. We know that it's even, you know, carcinogenic to some degree. And I know there's a lot of people that are concerned about the new 5G network coming out for our cell phones and Internet. Um, it's invisible, but it's real. And it does have an effect on us. It can affect our health. But I think that we also have to realize that we create an energy within ourselves that can shield us mm. In, in the same type of way. I mean, we talked earlier about 
uh, using uh, energy to surround or protect ourselves, our car, our home during hurricanes or, or um, when you're flying. And so we have the ability. And I think bottom line is that mind is all, you know. I think we have we have the power to uh, work with all the energies that are are emanating, work with, or protect ourselves from within right. ourselves. But it, you have to. We're not all so masterful, right. but that's what we're seeking to be more masterful in that. Exactly, and and so I. Uh, a lot of that becoming more masterful of it is really I I would probably boil it down to mindfulness, correct? I think that's a, certainly a tool to begin. Mm. Yes, we have, to, uh, we have to quiet our mind, and it's, it is uh, ever more difficult in our busy society. Um, and you know, just because I live in that very busy society most of the time, and I've had a few weeks of quiet since the end of our our pilgrimage, I recognize even more how, you know, we don't, we don't, we're not where we are when we are there doing what we're doing. And that's what mindfulness really and truly is. It's living, doing, and being in that moment. And to the best of my ability, I try to live in the moment and respond in the moment. But it's a, it's a challenge to do that. <laughs> sure, for um, sure. I think in America more than a lot of places. Yes, yeah, because it's so encouraged here to just be busy, 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 work, 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 work. And um, it is. it's not really very encouraged to take the weekend off, you know, especially as an entrepreneur in, in you know, you, you're just trying to make it work and you, you work yourself to death. And, and, you know, I have just myself been in that space where the last two weeks was just nonstop working, working, working. And, and I felt to the effect of, I mean, I was bone tired, not where I had to sleep, but, and I took the weekend and I took yesterday evening and, and just allowed myself to just, be and not be busy so it's easy to get caught up important Mm -hmm. yes and to establish good practices like having a good yoga practice and a good meditation practice and of course taking care of ourselves physically and eating right and all of those things as well very important but sometimes it's not our priority when it should be right and um, so when, one of the things that we talked about, because um, um, Sunday we, we were on a Facebook Live where we did a little preview of what we were talking about today, and we talked about how truly the frequency that we're seeking or in, in the, you stayed in a lot was also the frequency of love. Yes, there's actually a 528 is the frequency of love. Jill carried with us a tuning fork that was tuned to the 528 frequency. Oh, wow. Um, That's the one that we want to resonate with, but I don't really understand that fully, although I have been doing it. I've been doing a lot of reading and studying about those frequencies because there's another controversial that maybe that's really the 432 frequency that we need to be aligning with that's more natural. So, I don't really fully understand that, but yes, the frequency of love, it's certainly in terms of even the idea of living in that frequency is a good one to have. 
Yes. Even if I don't fully understand how we get ourselves to the 528 frequency. Yeah, because that was just what I was going to say. How do you uh, match yourself to a tuning fork? Ah. Well, the tuning fork, and I, I think the tuning fork and the sounds, um, the crystal bowls, she, like we, we have, Jill has crystal bowls that actually resonate those sounds. When you're in that ocean of sound, your body is going to start picking it up. Mm. So that's how that that's how the sound healing works and the crystal bowls works and that's that's Jill's work. Yes. It's beautiful work and very powerful and you can you can experience you can feel it. It's uh, something you have to experience to understand. Um, Definitely. I think it's, intoxicating actually yeah. I, I, an easy way to go into a deep meditation for sure yes yes yeah i've been to uh to a couple of her um sound healing um sessions so to speak yes so at one of my retreats um the one that we had up in your place up in flagler beach in florida um mm-hmm. she was there mm-hmm. and she did her sound healing for us and it was just incredible just very relaxing and you just lay on the floor and you just listen and, and let it wash over you. It's incredible. Yeah. So do you have... So that was... Go ahead. I was going to say, that's what Jill brought to our, our uh, trifecta, as you said. I kind of yeah. brought my, my relationship and experience with Mary Magdalene and that's why our movement is called the Movement for Peace, Awakening the Magdalene. Because we really want to, are focusing on the idea that there is a divine feminine energy that's, that's coming into play today. That there's an archetypal energy. And one of the faces of that archetypal energy is Mary Magdalene, but certainly Mother Mary, Sophia, the wisdom energy, Kali, all the female energies are coming into their own now and this time because we truly believe that if we are going to create peace in the world, it's got to be about a more balanced energy, the Mm. masculine and the feminine. And we believe that's what this movement a lot is about is the divine feminine and coming back into a balance with the masculine energy, kind of sharing the load shoulder to shoulder, uh, equally yoked head and heart. We believe that's what's called for. If we're going to actually have peace in the world, yeah. And I came to believe that actually as as the uh, divine feminine that what what our what our mission is those of us who resonate with that Magdalene energy or Mother Mary energy is to actually help bring the men into in our life into their heart that that's our mission is initiating men into their heart because you know even though we're all raised by mothers, somehow that message sometimes gets lost when raising the boys. True. Maybe that's changing now, but that's, I think, is a part of of what's going on right now. Yeah, and that's incredible. And and as a mother of a son, that's definitely something that I'm very cognizant of. And what we can do is is go to movementforpeace.net and follow more of what's going on. And we can find out when the documentary is going to be out. And we will announce that for sure. I want the challenge for you guys this week to be to drop into your heart and do that exercise and notice what happens when you do that and post on our Shift Happens Facebook Live, uh, Facebook page. And next week we have 
Wish, former Wish 2 News, Bill Schaefer, who's going to talk about growing bolder and finding your love and passion and living life meaningful. So until then, I will see you and practice getting heart-centered. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary and her guest co-host for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.